Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Today, we have a guy coming through the power of Skype, all the way from South Africa. Carl Mozart is on the show. Carl and I talk so much fun shit, including Deceased Unkillables, that huge DC series going on right now, the continuation of it, Unkillables. Carl is the artist on there, the man I up time, so many other things. And do you know what we... We talk so much stuff of being an, uh, an artist, you know, working in comics, being an artist in times like these and the funk, you know, that we're getting in because of, you know, we looked outside the window, we turn on the news, everyone's down. We're all in this weird sort of funk here, especially as it was recorded. So, which is April 14th, 2020, just put it in a date now. A date in the podcast, yes, but also kind of giving a timeline on where we are and things like that because this is a pre-recording of when this is going to be coming out. This is coming out like two weeks from now. So hopefully things are still okay and the world's still around because you guys are really going to enjoy this episode of Carl. He gives so much good advice. Ah, I loved it. And it's a really good comedy show. So if you guys like this episode, stay tuned for more fun episodes every Monday. You can subscribe to get those episodes for free, mind you, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or even ComicChronicle.Podbean.com. And it's free. So how can you not? And of course, if you guys want to keep in touch with the show, you can follow me at DakotaMorgan3 on Twitter. Or at Dakota underscore Morgan 97 on Instagram to keep track of the podcast, the other podcast, film world, the film stuff I do, and the comic stuff I do as well, too. Thanks so much for tuning in this episode, and hopefully you guys like it. And you're staying safe out there, washing your hands. And I did want, I did put it out there in the social media for the David Harewood episode. But I definitely, I'm saying it every episode. This episode and the future ones until this whole thing's over is made for the people at home. Yes, in quarantine. You guys all rock, you know, staying at home. But this is also made for the people who are on the front lines. You see a nurse, you see a doctor, you see a grocery store clerk, especially the ner- the people working in medical right now. This is made for you guys. This is all done for an escape. You know, we talk a little, we talk a bit about what's going on and what on the craziness, but we add a little sci-fi little flair to it. So this is made for you guys. So a good escape, I should say. I just want to say thank you. Everyone rocks. Make sure you guys don't overbuy at stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sound like a parent right now, but you know what? I guess y'all need to fucking smack it around. Jesus. Don't overbuy on toilet paper, people. Come on. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. And without further ado, before I go on a rambling about the current state of affairs, here is my guest and my talk with Carl. <laughs> Carl, we are recording, good man. Like, I want to get on our record, too. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Of course. Uh, good to good to be in. Yeah, it's it's an honor to have you on, man, because you have been all over the place right now in comics. Oh, I'm still feel like I'm all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I kinda am. <laughs> yeah, and I wanna be honest with you too, is I didn't mention it in the beginning part, is you are actually I've talked to people from Australia, friends of mine in Vancouver, Canada, you know, Britain. New Zealand at one point. I want to be honest. You are the first person from South Africa. Oh, that you first. Yeah, wow. Wow. An honor. <laughs> yeah. You are the representative, I sir. I think, are, I think there are three people in South Africa that actually uh, draw comics for, for you know, either DC or... Uh, uh, Marvel or Aftershock or anybody there in the States. I think there are only three people that do in the whole of South Africa. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can believe it. 
Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, here's it really perplexes me sometimes. Like when I found out you're from South Africa, I'm like, you know what? That makes sense because there are so many artists nowadays that don't live that work for Marvel and DC and indie ones too that don't work. F- well, no, not they work, but they don't live in the United States. Like some, most of them live in Argentina, France. That was another one to talk to. Like you just, you just don't know. Like most of the time, if I see an artist on a really popular Marvel book, a really popular DC book, nine times out of ten, they yeah. live outside the United States, which is really cool to me. Yeah, it's it's quite, uh, it's quite. I suppose it's it's <laughs> it's quite nice in a way that they uh, branch out like that, or that they they uh, you know look for talent all over the world. I suppose it's the same with Hollywood kind of things. Um, most of the, well, a lot of the actors and stuff, you always find out that they're Australian or uh, uh, English or, yeah. you know. Yeah. If they turn out to be really um, sexy, you know they're not American. That's what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, come on, Carl. Come on. <laughs> Very, we had Megan Fox at one point, and that got soiled. So that's all we had. That is all she wrote. Okay, okay. Scarlett Johansson, come on. Yeah, that's true. That's very okay. Scarlett Johansson. Well, I heard no. I heard somewhere she's not American. Is she American? That sounds bad when I put it that way. Is she from the U.S.? Is she born in the U.S.? Hmm. That's something we're going to have to check. <laughs> I know. There's uh, right now. There's a. She's, she's oh. definitely American. Is she okay? Uh, <laughs> I like how you're not. Ma- you're making sure no country wants to claim Scarlett Johansson. I really appreciate. It. <laughs> you're like, hold on, no, she's yours. <laughs> it's like all the YouTubers. Yeah, uh, they're like, oh no, they're my YouTubers are Americans. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we don't want those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've got we've got one there. What? What is, oh my word, uh, and I do this a lot, especially when I don't have a lot of sleep. Uh, what was she in? The Mad Max? Furiosa? Oh, oh my god. Yeah, she's a goddess, and I can't remember her name. Oh, um. Yes, yes, Charlize, yes. Oh. You have to say it in South Africa, Charlize Theron. Theron. Oh. <laughs> See, that sounds, mo- that's, that's, that's a way better way to say it. I'm learning new things. It's only like wow. four minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know if South Africans like to say it like that. <laughs> ah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I, I, you know what? I, I do have to give a shout-out, though, before we go any further, good man, because, you know, I, as I said in my email to you, I am a comic book writer. You know, I work for a company, SGGS, and not even my artist, who I, my partner, on five different comic book series, which I feel the like unbeyond all over the place, He's does, he's not even in the yeah. United States. He's in the Philippines. Like shout out to Paul. Ah. Yeah, who would have known? <laughs> and your shit, the company I work for. Awesome. Yeah, the company I work for doesn't even operate in Arizona. It operates in because Arizona is not really friendly with the arts. Film a little bit. It's getting there, but when it's so I'm working in film, I noticed that a little bit. But my SGGS is in New Jersey, so it seems like comics these days aren't just based in L.A. and New York. They're Global, it seems. Yeah, yeah, no, true. Yeah. It's um, you know, as much as people say that it's dying and so on, but I, I don't think so. It's it's spreading its wings, man. It's exactly. It's it's going far and wide, and 
you know. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think anything's any of the comics or any of the big guys or any anything is going anywhere. No, no, it's it's what I like to call a rough patch. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, the whole world's on a rough patch right now. That's all. Definitely. Which, speaking of which, I gotta ask: Are you under? I mean, we talked about it on drought before we started recording, and you said just got out of that. Yeah. Are you guys under lockdown of any kind for the whole like you know end of the world coronavirus? We have just uh, been put under. Well, um, about two weeks ago, we were put under a three-week lockdown. Oh Jesus! And about a week ago, we were given another two weeks on top of those three weeks. So. About um, what is that? Thirty-seven days. About yes, so, yeah. About halfway through, um, everybody's going insane. <laughs> yeah, but, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Makes sense, sorry. No, it's about <laughs> right. I mean, it's about you're honestly nailing it on the head. I mean, we're it's the same scenario in the states. I mean, shit, they're not even going. I think, what is it? They're L A just said they're not opening stuff up until the middle of May. I think it was. Yeah. It's about right. Yeah, it's, it's, I was wondering, because you don't often hear, too, no one's ever talking about what's going on in, like, South Africa or the whole continent in general. It's so, like, we know what's going on in France. Huh? Yeah, sorry. No, you go ahead, you go ahead. Oh, uh, we haven't been hit as hard as a lot of places. I think we are just in... Over 2,000 people that have had the virus. And I think we are on 27 that have actually died. Jesus. Uh, so we're not in the, the, the heavy hitters yet as far as the coronavirus. And that's a bad thing to say, but as far as that, um, that goes. So we, we're quite low still. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know you're doing pretty well. It's like 27... But it's the it's the weird new world we live in, Carl. It's like, oh, how many people died today? Well, a low number. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's like the we and it's like, well, did you stay inside today? You're damn right. Did you wear a mask while you went shopping? Yeah. It's like it's a weird world we live in now. It really like the first week in America, you thought we were all. You thought it was the end of the world. You thought this is the beginning of a zombie movie, and now it's just everyone's going nuts at home. It's all that's really happening now. That's exactly anything. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, uh, and I mean, we were working on, um, I don't know, can I say what? Yeah, obviously I can say what we've been working on. We oh, be careful there, Carl. Yeah. Be careful. I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> Hold on here. <laughs> no, no. Uh, just the whole, uh, you know, virus thing in the comic that, uh, mm. uh, in the deceased stuff that I was working on. And it's just so so weird how it oh, ties yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I've been waiting on this Last of Us game as well, and everything's got to do with a virus that takes over the world, and all of a sudden Corona pops up, and I was like, oh my word, I You're... can finally live my, <laughs> my comic and my games. It's true, but it's less entertaining. You're like, oh my god, it's, there, it's, it's, it's not as fun. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, it's not as fun at all. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I was wondering about that because currently, um, yeah, I can I can't say any details, but I can say I'm working on a uh, tie-in stuff and working on this zombie thing for film and somewhat comics, and that's as much as I can say without getting in trouble because contracts. 
But <laughs> it, I, I'm agreeing with you. I agree 100% with you. Working on these, like, doing zombie stuff is weird. But working on deceased has definitely yeah. got to be weird. That's like, I I could I, w- I was going to ask you about that because I thought about it like, well, he must be working on deceased. And it's got to be weird to be working on a, a, a virus when a virus is literally taking over the world. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, it's uh... We think Tom uh, Tom Taylor's got some soothsaying abilities <laughs> over there. That's fine. <laughs> the virus is so concerned. Hey, folks, Dakota here with a little bit of an ad break, but this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are a comic fan, which you are if you're listening to the show. You guys like comics and you like reading them in person. Well, let me tell you, go to Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. This is not just a hype thing for this ad. Let me tell you. I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be. Comics, it's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them, drawntocomics.com, or find them on social media on the number 623 Nino, you give him a call. Definitely, guys, I love going to the store. And this is not a fucking lie. I love going. It's so amazing. Thanks, everyone. And hopefully, you guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through. Remember, guys, draw on the comics. Go check it out for your books. Reading books in person is so much better than digital. But I love digital, too, so it's a little bit of a toss-up. Support brick-and-mortar companies. We definitely need you to. Thanks, everyone. And now, without further ado, I'm going to take it back to future me. Oh man, you know he's a godsend on Twitter, Carl. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> let's not let's not do that. I love the man on Twitter. He's really good. Uh, he adds a lot of hope. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. He does. He's a pretty cool guy. Did you? So speaking of Last of Us, though, I got I'm guessing you know the news. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to swallow that news as well. I was not happy. Yeah, same as myself. I was like, <gasps> the world keeps taking from me. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I was, I was, I was not impressed when I read that. No. I was. Uh, <laughs> I thought, you know, at least doing digitally, I'll, I'll just buy it again when it comes out physically. I don't yeah. care. What I've been been shown. I mean, they've been showing us things uh, on this game for how long? For two years now, and About. and we're finally getting the chance to play it. And <sighs> Corona. Uh, I'll tell. I'll oh, tell you. No, you can say be like, Carl. I'm gonna be honest. It was really weird. Because Resident Evil 3 came out, still kind of talking about this, and it was incredibly, I didn't play it yet, but it was incredibly weird watching the beginning intro, which is all live action, I think there's maybe one or two CG things, but it's almost all live action about the pandemic sweeping Raccoon City, and the virus, and the riots, and the looting, and all, and I'm like, wow, this is really trippy to be playing right now, oh god, (laughs) oh no, (laughs) this is quite yeah, no, it is. It's it's quite surreal, almost. These things. Well, I mean, it's happening here in South Africa. I know they've been robbing because we've got a ban on um, alcohol and cigarettes here. Oh, in really? South Africa. Yeah. Oh, that's the downfall. That's how you die. <laughs> that's that's how you all. The, that's how the riots and the looting begins. 
So people have been looting and robbing oh, and uh, going crazy about all and Nuts. I haven't heard anything about that. Oh, I, Carl, I hope you're not a drinker or a smoker, good man, because... No, um, neither. Okay. <laughs> yeah, non-full-time. I that up a long time ago, so, uh, yeah. Fair enough, you're lucky. Oh. There's so many people I know that would definitely they'd be like, oh, there's a ban on liquor and oh and smoking. Oh, guess what? We're just we're just gonna riot. <laughs> Where this is you've you've soiled the seeds. There's not gonna be anything like the 1920s in America where it's secretly sold in bars. No, we're just gonna riot. <laughs> That's all we're gonna do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, you guys, you guys still have you guys still have takeaways there, right? I yeah. Mean, still open. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Takeaways is still yeah. open, or people who may wonder what it, I understand what you mean, but there are people who will be like, yeah, drive-throughs or pick-up delivery, all oh, that other yeah, stuff yeah, like sorry, that. Yeah. No, yeah. you're good. I listen, man. We just talked about Americans a little bit ago. I'll leave it upon that. <laughs> Sometimes you got to translate for these people, and it sucks. Uh, I forget about those things, eh? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, drive-throughs and so on. Well, we've got nothing yet. Everything is closed. Uh, liquor stores, uh, the, the shops. we can go to the shops to get food, but even then, only one person oh. in a car or two snacks. Uh, jeez, it's crazy here, but luckily, we don't have to go out too much. <laughs> you say that, oh, we don't. I say, I say, we, I'm talking about me and my family. Oh, I just <laughs> That's, that's true. Like the world's just crumbling around. And like, well, what are you working on, Carl? Oh, I'm working on the end of the world. This, this that person you asked just looks yeah. out the window. Huh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's exactly, uh, that's exactly working on a story about the end of the world due to a virus. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I Well, you know what, though, Carl? I got to be honest with you, man, is you've done... Now, if I remember right here, and I'm I'm drinking my cup of coffee at the moment too here, but as I usually oh, do in these, but is you did issue one and two of Unkillables already, right? Yes. Yeah, I gotta say, I, I want to make sure I didn't miss because I'm like I want to make sure you did both of them because as soon as I saw your art on Killables, I'm like, oh my god, this is gorgeous, this is beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, like, I'm not even joshing or pulling your leg or anything like that. I'm being completely honest, it was beautiful. And it's like, with Tom's writing and everything, it, you guys are a team I want to see on so many books. Wow, thanks, man. That's that's awesome, dear. That is awesome, dear. Of course. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, I'm telling the damn truth, man. Like, there's some people I just look at their work, and I, I, I give them a Google, because sometimes... I've had people on that I'm like, oh, I really like their work. And so if we can have a conversation, you know, and you bring them onto the show and I'm like, it's laid back. It's not Time Interview Magazine. It's not any of that shit. It's just laid back. And I bring them on and it turns out they're just a complete asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't think Carl's an asshole. I've seen otherwise on the internet. So I'm really hoping. No, no, far from it, good man. Far from it. Far from it, and you know what though you you're definitely you're working through your you're even on their lockdown and shit you're still working which so many of us in the states you know as writers as a writer for like five books I've been working like crazy and then for film I've been doing a bunch of different stuff and whatnot but you know I'm I'm looking up there's people who 
with everything going on, they just can't do what they do. Like our artists, like they're having a tough time doing it. Uh, writers are having a tough time doing it because it's really tough when you look around and you see everything going on. You're like, what's the point? You know, people get in this weird yeah. funk sort of thing, and yeah, it's just it's a crazy time. Like even big time directors are coming out and saying like it's tough for us to write our new movies coming up here because we just look outside our window or we turn on a TV and you just get in this like slow, low, deep funk. And it's yeah. tough to break out of a little bit, I think. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, it's, it's hard to work yeah. uh, uh, under, these, uh, under the circumstances. But the fact of the matter is, is that I just have to suck it up and, you know, walk it off, for lack of a better word. Yeah. For lack of a better word. <laughs> it's got to be done. You've signed the contract. You, uh, you need true. to do it. That's also very true. <laughs> You have a deadline, and you have everything else too. You, you def. Oh yeah, you definitely. <laughs> Even though I'm missing a lot of deadlines, and I know a lot of people in the uh, industry, I was actually chatting to uh, Tom Taylor on well, Weber. I was chatting to him on Nieces. He's also missing a couple of deadlines here and there, but it's all because of this, you know, feeling of oh, bleakness. Yeah, it's it. Like it's the I I rewatched the trailer the other day because every now you know you tend to watch. I've been watching stuff on YouTube and you know late at night, which is probably a really bad thing to do for sleep. But I've been watching stuff on like pandemics, like old like movies and video games. And I was watching Fear the yeah. Walking Dead season one trailer, where it's like the zombie virus is breaking out, and the kid in the trailer said, "When the world falls, it falls fast." I'm like, "Oh, cool, that worked five years ago." I'm gonna tell you for a fact. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's very slow. <laughs> and it's painful. Yeah. It is slow. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, imagine, imagine the coronavirus turn people into zombies. <laughs> yeah, the sea would spread fast, eh? No, I'm, I, no, Carl, I want to be, I want to make it right clear. If there are zombies, I'm dead. I can survive the giant monsters yeah. and the aliens and shit like that because I'm a huge fan of those, so I'll probably figure out something to do. But when it comes to zombies, I'm dead within a week. <laughs> just, there's no way. Oh, yeah. I, I, I won't All pretend. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be one of those classic Americans like, I got my gun. And it's like, I do. But the thing is, I'm still dead. <laughs> I live in a city. I'm fucked. I live a block from a hospital. It ain't going to work for me, buddy. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. No. Same yeah, we would be, we would be dead. Oh, yeah. I would be. Oh. I think I would, I'm, I'm one of those red shirt guys from Star Trek, so. That's. I, uh. I'm a nerd for a reason. Yeah, you know, you're like, we're nerds for a reason. We work in the arts for a reason, because, you know, I used to play rugby, <laughs> but Jesus, I would not. <laughs> I can't survive the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. No way. Oh, you guys play rugby uh, in the States? I did, yeah, a few years ago. I did it when I was in middle school, which I think is prep school for you guys, I think. Uh, yeah, and I got... Uh, middle school is uh, pri well, primary school. Primary yeah. school, primary yeah. school. I learned I a little bit. A little. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I played then, and I keep track. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, 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 you're good. Say again? Oh, I was like, I still... I, every, I don't get a chance to play every now and then, but... I, I still keep track of it. I love I love Britain's team. But you yeah. know what? New Zealand, I really am a big supporter of New Zealand. I really am. Man, they're threatening. 
Well, I mean, yeah, all blacks, of course, <laughs> yeah. you have to kind of, <laughs> yeah. they are, they've been the top team for a very long time. Oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. South Africa's too, too bad. I didn't know uh, Americans watch rugby. Very, it's rare. I want to put it out there, Carl. It's very rare. But we even have um, some schools, depending where you are at. Like back in the East, Midwest region, it's more popular than the West Coast. Yeah. But I, when I, so that's why I did it back when I was in the middle of the United States in Illinois. And, man, like as soon as I left, though, it was just starting to pop up. And as soon as I left, I moved. More teams started popping up. High school had it. and uh, Well, high school still had it. But then we had an all-female rugby team which is not the woman you want to piss off in life. <laughs> Just fair warning. No. <laughs> Just fair warning. Yeah, you definitely don't want to piss them off. They were scary. <laughs> Beautiful, but scary. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so it's it's starting to pop up every now and then. You see it in clusters a little bit because American football still kind of takes the lead. But rugby, man, that was a sport. I, I love hockey, too, and People told me, they're like, why do you like the sports that really beat the hell out of you? I'm like, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that ice hockey or just normal hockey? Well, ice hockey, but then depending where you're at, um, I, I, I'll go in the streets with some with a puck and some sticks, and we just go and just make a goal or something like that, and we used to do that. But growing up where okay. the snow was like yeah. three feet tall, you could easily do ice hockey in the wintertime, friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've always been one for, for ice hockey. Never played it. Doesn't snow here, so... In South uh, Africa? Get out, Carl. I never knew. <laughs> what, what the, I don't think. <laughs> well, I mean, it snows further on uh, uh, if you go a little bit north, uh, maybe an hour from here. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so the, yeah, we do get a little bit of snow in Africa. <laughs> but uh, I think it was ever since the Mighty Ducks... I've always been like, you know, yeah, they're showing my age, eh? No, that's just so many people in, in that love ice hockey. I lo- I'm just saying, you can't see me because we're doing audio only to help with connection, but I'm grinning it here because, man, that's a really good reason to get. If you're going to get into hockey, that's a reason to get into hockey is the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, that's good, that's good. <laughs> in good company, then. We were, um. Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, well, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, you know, my mom took me to see my Ducks when I was a kid, and I was like, well, this is awesome. Yeah. Definitely want to try this one day. All right. And <laughs> Obviously never did. No. <laughs> you know what, though? It threw me for a loop because we were playing the new NHL video game. Me and my buddies were, like, well, online, of course, because part of them, shout out to Nick and Chris and whatnot, but because uh, they live in Illinois and different and under quarantine and all that jazz. So we are playing online, and we were trying to think of a team name because we could have teams in the game and such. And what happened was okay. we are like, oh, my God, did we be the Mighty Ducks? And we, we really thought about it. We were going to try to be the Mighty Ducks. And we're like, no, everyone's going to do the Mighty Ducks. No one's done the Mighty Ducks yeah. in the whole game. We're, and we, <laughs> we can't change it. We're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. We lost out. We're like B team social club. Sorry, say again. Oh no, we're we're the B team social club is what we are. So we're just like we're the B team. (laughs) We're like, oh, that'd be funny, right? Who's good? Everyone's gonna have the Mighty Ducks, and (laughs) and apparently you're right. That does show our age. And I'm only twenty. I'm twenty three in like two days as of this recording. Oh really? Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) I know it's the perfect time to have a birthday, Carl. (laughs) 
is the perfect time. <laughs> Can't do shit. Nice. Yeah. Going to do a damn thing. Right. Well, you right. have to have a little bit of a Skype party by yourself. That's the plan. <laughs> We're going to toast drinks. <laughs> nice. Oh. Oh, yeah, man. No, yeah. Well, happy birthday. Uh, if I don't get a chance to say happy birthday. Well, thank you. Advance. Thank you, good man. Now, because people will probably like, this is a comic show, and I'm like, it is, but it's also laid back, and so go fuck yourself, fans. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's people that listen to the show, and the many people that do, they know. But I'm curious, uh, so okay. how have you been handling, so you say you're working like crazy. And so, I, I like, how do you, and, but you've yeah. been also, like, with everything going on, it feels like you're working like crazy, but then you did say, you know, you're getting the funk, too, and whatnot, but. You know, is it just been DC Unkillables you've been working on, or has like you've been going full into that? Um, yeah, if you can't I say, finished. if you can't say, don't say. I don't want to get you in trouble. Well, no, no, I mean, I've, I've said it on Twitter. I've, I've finished the uh, pencils on three already. Um, that was actually supposed to due out tomorrow, and I don't think it's. Well, it's definitely not coming out tomorrow. I was about to say, no, um, it's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was due out tomorrow. Um, damn, uh, that ending is epic, and I, wa- I really wanted people to see it. But okay, well, I'm finished with that. So, and then I've um, I've also been doing the man who effed up time. I don't know if you from off the shop comics. Yeah. So uh, I heard about that. I've been getting back into that, and it's tough going because I did the man. Okay, how did I add it? Let me tell you what happened since, well, from last year, more or less June, July. Mm-hmm. Um, so the editor, my editor, uh, Ben from DC, he approached me, he wanted me to do some something that he was coming up with. He, he basically said a Mad Max uh with Deathstroke as the main guy, and uh, started started thinking about concepts and came up with all these cool things that have never that haven't even been used in the comic. And it's like, oh god, I just show people this cool concept and so on. And um, so we he's come up with ideas like that, um, told me about it, and just after. I started working on concepts for that Aftershock approached me or something happened there with Aftershock and I, they wanted me to do a book um, with them, which was this time book, uh, time travel book, The Man Who Stopped Time, and I started on that. And I think one issue into that, DC came back and the editor said, right, we are greenlit, let's go. Wow. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I was working on both books up until November last year, I think. And then I just said, look, I can't do this. And I asked Aftershock because I was I was quite far into their books already. And it was only releasing in Feb. Asked them if we could uh, just put it on a, 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 what is it, the back burner? Mm-hmm. Put it on hold for a little and uh, they luckily they said yes that's fine and they are awesome <laughs> and i just finished off 
deceased and now I'm getting back into it. And the problem with that is just chopping and changing between all these different kinds of um, ideas and the two different writers in the different worlds and it's just, it's so, it's messed up. And that, on top of the coronavirus thing is, <laughs> it's slowing me down considerably. Oh, I bet. And you've also got family too, so you combine all of that together. That's a hell of a hell of a time. I've got. Huh? Sorry, what did you say? Oh, I said, and you got family too, so that's definitely when you combine it all together. That's a hell of a plate, sir. That is a hell of a big plate of food. Oh my god. My wife is is awesome at that. She's keeping uh, the kids away mm. from me. <laughs> oh God, I would hope, especially when you're working on DC. I would hope. I mean, because if they, well, how old are the kids? Yeah, no, uh, the one is five. The other one is one. Okay, yeah, I would keep them away from your artwork right now. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> that's and I'm a I'm a guy who's like censorship's bad, but that's just bad. You don't want to show them like here's a guy's head. It's like oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, they've got their own uh, comic books that I'm saving for them on, uh, when they turn 18. And they can read what Daddy actually there we does go. for a living. There we go. That's a good way to do it. That is, that, that's, the, that's a better way than I would do it. I'll tell you that for free. So my, my five-year-old likes Harley Quinn, and she wanted the one with Harley Quinn on the cover. Huh? I think it's a second issue, and um, she's got uh, blood and stuff coming out of her mouth yeah i remember <laughs> that so i was like okay cool <laughs> you're like okay this is the beginning now i see the future over and see what's gonna happen here yes <laughs> i'm interested yet disturbed i don't know whether to be happy or concerned <laughs> no she 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 was she was scared of the goonies monster what's what's his name sloth? oh sloth yeah 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 sloth the other night, so. I'm not too worried that she'll uh, <laughs> become too demented. She, she almost sounds like me a little bit because my dad was concerned because my dad is a huge and you. Sh- I don't know if you know this character or not. He's by an indie. I would just say an indie publisher, uh, Spawn. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan of Spawn at the age of seven. Seven years old, and I knew what Spawn was. And I'm like, he's from hell. And my dad's like, don't say that. Don't say that in front of your mom. <laughs> and I was like watching the movie and, the, and reading the comics. I should not have been. But my dad was like concerned. Like, oh. have, like I've got a, a story about that as well. Yeah, um, go ahead. But uh, non comic book related, I was talking to my mother about it. She says, she swears, she denies it uh, totally. Uh, but I think when I was about seven or eight, uh, they showed me the, uh, I don't know if you know the Jeff Goldblum movie, The Fly. <gasps> yes. Yeah, well, they, they rented this movie for myself and my cousin, who was, I think, two years younger than me, three years younger than me. And they just let us watch The Fly. <laughs> we oh. Between Spawn yeah. and yeah. watching giant monster movies and Jurassic Park and stuff like that, I was, I, you know what? My family sold their seeds, and it seems like sold it yours. <laughs> sold the seeds with the fly. <laughs> Mine was monsters eating people and hell and demons, and then yours was the fly, so it just sowed our seeds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's weird because 
I also showed my uh, five-year-old Jurassic Park, and she was loved. Yeah, I thought she would be scared, but she was, she was so happy about it. That's the beautiful part of that movie and that franchise. And I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan, a huge nerd. I'm looking at like a dinosaur collection. I have my workshop right now. Some fossils when I used to work in paleontology a little bit for a couple of years. And I don't know. Well, thank you. And, you know, I, I think it's something about that movie. Like, if you look up on the outside as, like, a parent, I can't, I'm not a parent, as far as I know. Little joke, not going to word. But uh, I'm not a parent, so I don't have that vision yet. I kind of have an understanding of it. But I'm looking upon it, like, you know, there's a little bit of, mon- there's eating, pe- people being murdered, people being eaten, horror, gore, but then also happiness and joy. And you think about it, like, most movies, kids are not going to want to see that. They're going to be covering their eyes and shit like that. But the majority of kids when it comes to Jurassic Park somehow are just in love. They're like, yeah! And it's like, okay! And it's like, but then any other movie, its eyes are being covered with their hands and everything else. It's just some fascinating thing about that movie. And one of the many reasons why I love it is like, even as a child, they're like, this is amazing. Uh, Something about that oak, Steven, that oak. Sorry. No, you're good. (laughs) That guy. Steven Spielberg's yeah. movies, it's, it's, uh, yeah, as, as, as far out there and as scary as they sound, they still have something about them uh, that, you know, uh, is fantastical and exactly. wants, especially kids to, to watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then you watch Although, E.T. and then you just cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was scared and I think I probably still am of that E.T. stuff. Yeah, that thing looks weird, man. Hmm. I was scared in E.T. only in two moments. The one where Elliot is out there in the, I think in the bushes or something like that, and he shines the light, and E.T.'s like, and it's just like real way louder than that. I'm just being kind to the audio listeners right now. It just like screams, and you see the light flash, like, oh! And I was like terrified as a kid. That was my little kid. It sounded like an opera scream, but it was my little kid, apparently. And the moment where the guys show up in the hazmat suits because I was like, oh, it got real. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> they're going to kill him. Because whenever I see hazmat suits, I'm like, oh, these guys are going to kill him. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, no, that's oh, just a puppet. So I was scared. I'm scared of I'm, you, you may laugh at this. I'm actually looking at a mini E.T. figure where he's holding the the, the the severely outdated toy, and he's got like a little blanket around him. It's like an inch tall, and it's painted. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at it right. It's right on my workshop, right by my mic stand, actually. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll send it to you as a gift card. Uh, I'll pay you the $200. Uh, no, no, that's cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, I damn know, it. I don't think I want to watch those things anyways. E.T., I got a little bit of trivial pursuit there. Uh, do you know what uh, E.T.'s job was? What his occupation was? Oh, shit. Oh, you hit me with a hard question. And my mom's a huge <laughs> E.T. fan. She probably wouldn't even know. Um, I think it was um scouting and recon, if I remember right. Uh, I suppose it's close enough. He was apparently, according to Trivial Pursuit, and I don't know how... While they do their uh, studies, he was a botanist, studying the plants and crap like that. That makes so much sense. I'm uh, I, I'm just sitting here almost miles agape. That's why I wish sometimes I recorded the video and I couldn't. The internet wasn't like so shitty. 
Oh my god. <laughs> that yeah, makes sense. He was a botanist. Yeah, he was oh. plants and stuff. Fucking! So, uh, yeah. I was today years old when I learned that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's a weird uh, something that'll stick with you hopefully uh, the next time you play a game of Trivial Pursuit <laughs> I think that was the one thing I got right in that damn game I, I mean I'm looking at a um, and I don't know if they had any in South Africa or not but I actually got a I got an early birthday present from one of my folks was uh, a blockbuster board game so it's probably in that damn thing because it's a tr- movie a trivia game so it's pro- there's probably a card in there oh. that probably says something like it yeah, yeah no, that was that was definitely in uh, Trivial Pursuit. You guys have Trivial Pursuit there? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we do. Not as popular anymore though, uh, but yeah. No, 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 no. That's it's not popular at all. That's true. It's too much thinking. It, right. Well, it's like I said. You know what? Blockbuster came out with a game, and there's some people a little bit younger than me who reached out and were like, "What's Blockbuster?" And I'm like, "You're dead to me. <laughs> You're dead." <laughs> What? Oh, what's happening? You ever heard of Hollywood video? No. Oh, you're dead to me. <laughs> Youngsters. <laughs> Youngsters. Well, I mean, it's the same with people, uh, you know, you talk about VHS or... Yeah. Uh, you guys call it a cassette Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it was sick there. Um, oh, what's the other one? Laser disc? That was a thing for a while. Oh yeah, we we were never big into that. Yeah, oh. I was VHS and straight to DVD. You know what? That's the way. You sh- that's the way to do it. Now you you went a really good route. Let me tell you, Carl. There was you had the zero bullshit in between. You got the this. You got the first date, and then you knew what you were into. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what yeah. you got. You didn't have all these yeah. side things. You know, you just went straight to the cake. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we heard about it. Murmurs. In mm. hushed tones of reverence, but uh, never South Africa never got into the whole laser disc thing. Fair enough. It's just uh, I know about it because I'm a nerd, but a lot of people don't don't even yeah. I've never heard those words put together. It's true. They're like oh, a laser disc. What is that sort of thing? Like, well, well, it's a DVD, but it's really big. <laughs> Really big, <laughs> like bigger, like yeah. the size of a record. And it's, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, but you, just, you didn't have a record player. You just put it in a DVD player, half the size of your TV at the time. So it's really good times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I had yeah, one I growing up. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's sorry. how. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Listen, uh, I know, I know, uh, 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 we're recording and everything, but is there any chance we can, we can, uh, have a Boston break? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, oh, two seconds. Yeah, no problem, good man, good man. I can edit it out, you're good. Is that fine? Okay, cool. It's, it's all good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Sorry about that. You know what? Being a human, it's good that you just needed to pee. And it wasn't like you were coughing and having a frit and be like, uh oh. <laughs> like, oh no. Oh no, Carl. <laughs> oh no. What happened to DC yeah. on Killables? Turned out the artist was very killable. <laughs> oh, that's a dark joke that's going to send me to hell. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Woo! At least, at least it's, it's done already, so. That's true. They don't need me anymore. 
Oh, oh God, Carl. No. I just said your work is so good and you're such a good guy. No, we ain't doing that game. You're like, what happened? The last thing he did, he was on a podcast. I would feel so fucking guilty. So guilty. It would probably do really well in the ratings, but I would feel so bad. So I have a very it's it's a personal question here, Carl. And well, it's not it's kind of personal, kind of like work related. Is how the hell do you? Well, how do you become like a comic artist in South Africa? Like we said in the beginning, he's like you just know not too many and such like that. Like, how do you do it? Like, like you know, it's just very like how do you become one? Like, I'm gonna work for comics because I don't imagine the support there is really that helpful for it. And um, I've got an awesome answer for you. I don't know. God damn it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> hey. Wow. You know, I started studying uh, graphic design. Uh, but I've always been a comic book fan. Yeah. Love my comic books. Um, fan since I was four. Oh, primary oh, school. Oh, and, uh, well, what's yours? Mid, mid, middle school? Elementary. I think uh, fourth grade, well, four, age four, that would probably be elementary school in the States. Oh, okay. Well, probably sixth grade. And, um, you know, uh, studying graphic design, uh, always got into trouble for drawing comic book um, characters and so on. Oh. Uh, because it, it wasn't seen as high art here in what? What? <laughs> what? Oh. high art yeah yeah you're hearing that right high art <laughs> wow um so they they like their paintings and their bucks and their what monets and their picassos and all that kind of you know pretentious stuff and look i enjoy it here and there but <laughs> Comic books where it's at me, telling stories and so on. Uh, anyways, I got into trouble for that. And once I had graduated from the, the graphic design course that I was doing, mm-hmm. uh, the principal had remembered that I used to draw comic books because someone had come and ask, asking them for someone who can draw comic books. And that company, I don't know if you have ever heard of Super Strikers. No. It's a soccer comic. Um, well, anyways, I got recruited by them, started doing comics for them. I think they were one of two comic book companies in the entire country. Oh, shit. Wow. And it was, yeah, uh, very corporate kind of stuff. So the corporate uh the corporations the kfcs or the cult uh, what do you call them gas stations so we've got one here mm. called caltex uh they would tell us what to do and it was nothing had to do with this the writer basically just um geez, i'm at a loss for words the writer basically did what they told him to do so it's nothing about continuation of story or story arcs or anything like that Oh. It was just different. <laughs> oh. We got a skill there as a penciler, and then, um, wow, what? 
worked in that kind of thing, hopped around a little bit between the two companies. Um, and then all of a sudden, comic books started to grow a little bit more here. And I think by sheer stroke of luck, um, not that I believe in luck, but uh, by sheer stroke of luck, for lack of a better word, we um, somebody mentioned that the editor of DC, or not the editor, he was a, a talent scout from DC, was coming to the Joburg Comic Con, and um, I wasn't going to go there because I had family here and work here at Cape Town. So I decided to send my stuff up just to give him, to show him. Mm-hmm. And um, he got it, thankfully. And uh, he sent his business card back and I got in touch with him on email. And he became an editor for me. And he's the guy that actually edits the entire deceased line there at DC. Awesome guy, and uh, yeah, no, uh, that's that is how I got to be in comics. <laughs> that's not. That's a pretty good story, actually. That's like you, you grew up. I I like how they kind of came to you a little bit. It wasn't like you went straight for them. You did go to them. You did go to them, but in a sense, it's it was a little bit of both. They kind of like they came to the hero that they sent us a talent scout. The Joe Bear Comic Con. That's amazing because I would have never thought they would have done that. I would have been thinking, no, they're not going to do that. They got everywhere else. But like we talked about, they're all over. We get so many artists from all over the, the world now. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty much everywhere. Wow. So you. Watching. Yeah, it's true. They always are. That, thank God for Instagram and Twitter because I bet you there's so many people I know that got jobs yeah. from that. Uh, yeah. That's. Wow. So you just kind of were like working working in South Africa, doing comic stuff in there, and then eventually when one of the big two came in, you sent your stuff up, and then they're like, hey, we want you, which proves my fact. Yeah. You have beautiful work, Carl. <laughs> I told you you have beautiful work. Yeah. <laughs> told you. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't want to get too big ahead about that kind of stuff because I, I've still got lots. I think I've still got lots to learn. Well, yeah, that's... I mean, you're always yeah. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Shit, I I'll tell people it's like I may, I write five books, right? I can't talk. I'll hit three are out. There's two I can't talk about. So I feel you when you're mentioning like I, you can't you couldn't talk about DC Unkillables. I, there's one book right now that's been in the pipeline for about four months, and I can't talk about it. And there's been no hints about it. And I really, it's really good. And people really, the people who I have talked about it to, off record, friends of mine in Marvel and DC, I've been like, hey, what do you think about this? And they're like, oh my God, that sounds brilliant. Like, fuck, I want it to come out. But I'm always learning. Like, I, I, that's one thing to look upon it. And listeners, wherever you guys may be, that is definitely the way to look upon it. You can't be, oh, I'm 100% right because I do all this stuff. It's like, no, no. You were oh, always, yeah. the story's always changing. Yeah. Like, if you look at my first script compared to, like, issue 15 that I've t- turned in the other day, I think it was, you definitely see yeah. a difference. You see a difference in the writing. You see character development. You see a whole bunch of stuff like, shit, I bet you Tom, if he was on the show right now, he'd say the same thing. He's always learning. And he's one of, oh, like, yeah. the gods oh. at DC right now, apparently. Sorry. Say that again? No, it's like I'd say Tom and and Tom is like one of the DC gods right now apparently too. I love his work and such, but people are like he's the new Stan Lee at DC, and I'm like okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I
<laughs> then I'd love to have Tom on the show, yeah, though. I'm just saying, but still. It's so it's so uh, weird that I I mean this was my first well it wasn't my first book for DC because I was in one of the um, what is it called an anthology. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have 10 stories. Yeah, yeah, I was in one of those first, but then this one was the first one where I was the sole artist on it, which is, and it's to work with uh, Tom Taylor. Like, oh, I'm and, and, and I was actually talking to the editor um, about that in the beginning. I'm like, dude, are you, you seriously want me on this comic book? I, I don't. I don't know if my aunt is up to scratch here. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, no, no, no. He's like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you got this, Carl. I believe in you. <laughs> That's pretty much what he said. Yeah, he said that. I believe in you, so do it. That's it. And, uh, yeah. You know, I think there's a little bit of fear because there's some, what the hell is it? There's been a couple film sets I've worked on where You've been yeah. like there's a, in, whether it's acting because I do I build uh, special effects stuff or I build sets and whatnot, but then also I do acting and sometimes camera work. Okay. But whenever I go on a uh, like I do an acting thing and I'm on there and I'm working with someone or a certain director or something like that, I, I'm kind of butchering this, but you have that fear when you're working with someone on set. Like there's I have that fear a couple different times and I'm like, oh my god. I'm not gonna be up to snuff with this guy. Like, oh, I'm, 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 like, oh, I don't know if I have this and whatnot too. And I'm like, you, you're fine. Just play the news reporter, Dakota. They're like, trust us. We hired you on here for a reason. You can do this. Like, but I'm like, that guy worked in Star Wars. He's in Star. Like, what? No, no, no. I, I don't know if I can. They're like, no, no, no. You, you're here for a reason. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's a good way to look upon it. You know, they bought, they bring you in for that. Exactly. My name is Andrew, and I am the host of a show called Rage Hunter. And on Rage Hunter, we cover the latest news and what's trending in the gaming industry with just a hint of some sarcasm and rage. You probably have this hole, you know, this void in your life that you don't know how to fill. Well, Rage Hunter is going to fill it. And the best part is we are everywhere. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Google Play Store, Spotify, Podbean, Instagram, Twitter. So that way, you can get as much rage in your life as possible. And some news while you're at it. So come check us out and be a part of the greatest gaming podcast in the universe. See you there. Exactly. It. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you get to work with these big names and so on. And, and I was like... Um, I'm like a new guy here. What's yeah. flipping hell are you putting me with this? <laughs> there was a... Uh, thankfully, yeah. Well, I was going to say, there was one, I 100%, there, there was a different one, was um, I was on a few-month film set. I was working on it for such a long time, and there was this one actress on there. She was so... And I'm like, man, I've seen her from something. I, like, I know she's in something. She's so sweet. We're hitting off. She's an older lady. And one of my friends comes up, and they're like, hey, you know where she's from, right? I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, she was one of the monsters in the per- in the first Percy Jackson movie. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, oh, no, I, I, I can't. I'm not. I can't be on this set. No, this is ridiculous. <laughs> no, you're insane. They're like, no, no, no. You're here for a reason, Dakota. It's fine. You um, know, and I mean, it's as much as I say I don't necessarily uh, like. I'm a kind of person who doesn't uh, sort of 
almost recognize celebrity, or I like to say that to myself. Mm, mm. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like to, uh, you know, fawn over them. What is it? Fall over them? Fawn over them? What yeah, the fawn over. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like that, but the fact is, is that once they are either working or in a vicinity or something, something just happens, something something inside you just like clicks, hey, you exactly. need to be uh, proper, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, exactly. And you know, I've it's, it's really weird. I'm glad someone else is like that. Like outside of stuff, it's fine. Like I've had celebrities that are friends of mine and we talk and whatnot, we hang out. I've had like celebrities on the shows, on the film podcast, film world or this show. And we're friends afterwards or whatever. But then it's, as soon as it comes to we're working together, you're like, I'm like, no, I can't. I, I'm not up to the level here. It's not it's not the fawn. It's people are like that's still fawning over. No, Carl and I don't fawn over people, folks at home. We just recognize that we feel like we are so underqualified. <laughs> it's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. In which yeah, case, so, I would yeah. definitely, going against Tom Taylor, I definitely would be, like, I'm a writer, but still, I can't compete. <laughs> like, you could, even just right now, I'll be honest, like, if he's ever, if he ever, like, comes on the show, if you put in good word, Carl, I love you, but it's, well, if he ever comes on the show, I'll definitely be, like, a writer so much better than myself. And, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a nice guy, he does a lot of work. Things that you wouldn't expect somebody or you could say that uh, caliber, that height of yeah, of what is, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, cool dude, very very cool. I Glad mean, I, I've never actually spoken to him like this, but I'm always emailing him or twittering him. You know yeah, what, though, I, people can really tell who they are in an email. You can really, you really can these days, because if you send a lot of them, you tend to be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna keep it businessy." Where I'm like, "It's joking, have fun." So you just, you tend to find out a little bit. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, look, I, I just see all the stuff on Twitter as well. And, yeah. Uh, he follows me. I follow him, and it's it's weird because um, you see all the different things that he does. So yeah, I reckon he's a quite a cool dude. Right up. So, I am curious, though, because we're coming near the end of the show here, Carl, but I'm very curious about okay. one thing before we get to the end here. Because I don't want to take too much of your time, because it is kind of getting late there a little bit. Is? Um, yeah, well, it's about 6 o'clock. Oh, shit. So, yeah, but it's, <laughs> that's, after, that's afternoon. It's still, I mean, it's right now it's about 9 o'clock for me in the morning. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's not bad for us, yeah. No. Uh you said you liked comics before, like you were a big fan of comics before. What were your characters that you really enjoyed? Uh oh. <laughs> it's going to be nothing nobody knows, right? <laughs> no, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I was thinking about it the other day because I'm busy doing these six band challenge things. I don't know mm, if mm. you've seen them on. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking there was a guy from DC called Blue Devil who I liked, oh. but then there was a there was a, there was a thing from Image. I think it's Image Comics. 
called the Max. Have you ever heard of the Max? Yes. Oh my God, the Max is a whole. We could do a whole podcast on the Max. Yeah, oh I my think it was God. like an episode or something. <laughs> I, th- I think so. I think so. Purple and yellow rabbit spirit animal some some rubbish like that. I'm not too sure, but it was so cool. I don't know. I think it was just because of the way Sam Keith draws. That that's 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 another thing is that I don't necessarily follow um, characters. Or writers, for that matter. Maybe one or two writers. Um, but I do mm-hmm. follow a lot of artists. And Sam Keith is one of the artists that I do follow. Um, this is a weird... It's a weird kind of style that he has. Mm. Um, so that's just different from other comic books. It's very true. And I like that kind of thing. It's very... People... Oh, what is it called? Oh, I... Now, I personally like it. I really find the different, like the different styles and whatnot, very entertaining. I love when they do that, and Sam's definitely is out there. And somebody told me the other yeah. day was his artwork is like if you take LSD and you make a comic book. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is. Yeah, yeah, it really. It's got a weird kind of. It's a it's a kind of children's book art, but it's a gross children's book. Yeah. I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool. <laughs> but it's really cool. It's like yeah, you think it's cool. nasty, but it's cool. I love it. I heard. I love it. Now, I really, this may get you tingling a little bit here, Carl, is I did hear rumors. I, they're just rumors. I don't want this to be like Dakota from the Comic Chronicle podcast says new stuff's coming out. No. This is rumors. <laughs> that yes. you got to be really careful with the internet these days. The ru- uh, rumors are that there's new stuff for the Max being developed. Oh yeah. I don't know what. I know recently. I think that. Huh? Is it by Sam Keith? It might be. Okay. It might be, but I I know recently there was some new stuff that went under the radar of a lot of people. But if you're a Max fan, maybe you did catch it. I think Batman and the Max had a crossover. Yeah, I think I saw that uh, once before. Are you talking about the old stuff, or are they gonna have a new thing? It wasn't that old. I thought it was a little bit newer. Maybe. I think there was a Batman Max, like Arkham Dreams or something. Yes. Yeah, that's what that was. That's what that's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, To be honest, I can't keep up with comics anymore. (laughs) Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Not even funny. I've got so many things that I still have to read and back, uh, go and collect at the comic book shop. And, oh, that's and, the problem, uh, though, you know? know that's the crazy thing. It's like, you know, I, I'm vouching for you because writing, I, I write so much comics. And then also I do the podcast. And so when it gets down to it, like my to read pile is really big right now because you're just like, man, I, I live, breathe comics. I really do. I love it. I watch the movies all the time, watch the cartoons. I do the podcast. I write yeah. comics. But then when you want to sit down and read them, you're like, oh. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, there's only so much you can do, especially when you work on them all yeah. the time. You're like, okay, I got to take some, like, and th- that's why I personally, and maybe you could do this if you have the time, is early, if you wake up early enough in the morning, you get some coffee if you drink coffee, yeah. if it's not outlawed, apparently. And then, oh, 
Right. Let me tell you, staying at home, I realized I drink probably way too much because <laughs> I'm actually not buying it. I'm making it. And I'm like, oh, no, this is bad. And but I'm still doing it. Thanks for the further addiction, Carl. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I was looking upon like what it's easy to do is you get a cup of coffee. However you like it. You sit down outside in the morning sunset, so there's not many bugs or whatever, and you just read your co- – you start catching up on a few, and you pull like, in some headphones, listen to some music, drink your coffee, read your new comics. It's bliss. That is th- therapy almost. I'm not even kidding you, Carl. It's like therapy. See, there's a, there's a big problem here, and it's the difference between the two of us. Uh-oh. And I'll tell you what that is. It is a one-year-old child. Oh, <laughs> I was really scared. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, yeah, that oh, 100% would do it. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that's kind of, oh, and he's up before everybody else. Oh, yep. Nope. He'll be wanting to come outside and screaming blue murder if I don't let this. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm so yeah. sorry. I gave you it was such a good thing, and so many people like that advice that I give them for that. You definitely you can try. I don't know how long you could get. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely give it a go. Oh man, I'll give it a go. See, my instant repellent to that is I am a single man, and I'm in quarantine. Yeah. So I ain't having any kids anytime soon. <laughs> so there's a hundred percent no. Count your blessings. I I I will. I I I definitely. Carl, you have no idea. <laughs> like I have a cat right now, and that's killing me in the quarantine. I could not imagine. <laughs> oh Jesus! But, uh, no, no, you you should you should uh, in- invest in a couple further on. Oh, in your life. oh yeah, you know. yeah. I'm giving it another ten years. I think once I get in a good spot in career wise, and then possibly actually find someone who wants to stick longer than a month you know they're just you know it's just that little, little check marks there you go <laughs> oh man you, you let me know i will be nine months from now i'm gonna send you a picture carl and be like carl you jinxed it <laughs> <It's> like, no <laughs> yeah no it's 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 awesome but it, it does have its uh, drawbacks fair enough fair enough <laughs> Well, we're coming here. We're at the end of the show here, good man. Because, like I said, I don't want to take too much time. You got family and such, and I actually have to get uh, my mask on and gloves and go to the grocery store because I'm out of shampoo and conditioner and a couple other things. I need to get boots. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, good man. But that's later on in the day. But and you have a child, so you <laughs> you win. Well, two. Yeah. So, good man, where can people, I want to, this is the time where I like to give it to the guest, you know, and that sort of thing, where this seems more professional than I really am, I swear to God, is promote yourself, good man, promote yourself, Carl, like, where can people find you on social media, of course, books that they can probably get on digital right now, or maybe get delivered from a comic book store, depending on where they're at in their situation and shit like that? Yeah, Uh, look, I... This is the first time I've ever done one of these things, so. No, you're good. <laughs> well, you can find me. You can find me on Twitter um, under Camel. That's Carl Mostert Camel K A M O underscore nineteen eighty one. Again, giving away my age. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm only a couple years behind. I'm only a few years behind you or ahead of you, so I'm not that far ahead, Carl. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you can find me there on Twitter. Uh, you can kick me on Instagram as well under the same tag. Uh, I'm usually just messing around with those two. Facebook's normally just for myself and close family and friends and stuff like that. So. I think Twitter is probably the main way to go. Uh, comic books I'm working on. I know Deceased Unkillables is well. The first two issues are in the shops right now. I don't know when the third one is coming out, but I really want you guys to see it because it is an epic conclusion to an awesome story that Tom Taylor and I did. Mm. Um, and the man who effed up time as well from off the shock. I'm busy on it now and. It's killing me. It's time twisty, mind bendy, crazy stuff. But uh, it is well worth it. It's a silly bit of sort of back to the future kind of uh, vibe to it. Uh, mm. But yeah, that. Hopefully, I get to do some more comic too. I'm betting you will. I'm gonna. I, you know what? I would almost put money down. I would put that new check that I'm getting from the government. That's only like I think twelve hundred dollars or something like that. Whatever, like that reimbursement check. America, we're fun, I guess. And I'm think I'm gonna. I would put that down and say, you know what? You're definitely gonna get more work. There's no way you work on DC's second highest seri- like event and the tie-in for it, and you work with Tom Taylor. And you're doing a man after time. There's no way in hell you don't work on more books. <laughs> there's just no way in hell you do not. You definitely are going to. And if you don't, I would blame the corona. Because <laughs> that's the only reason why people aren't working right now is that damn thing. Let me tell you, my even the comic book company I work for right now, we're on a halt. And all the film jobs I had for Amazon and such, I have one right now because I can do it from home to work on a script. And that's it. Out of like seven, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I think you'll be fine. No, no, there, there are, there are, um, you know, uh, whispers of different projects and so on. See, listen but to I the whispers. Really yeah, yeah. Don't say anything. I don't want you to get fired. I would. I don't want you to get fired. Trust me. And if you do, like, I would edit it out because I, I've. I had to do that before, and people are like, oh, can you edit this out? I 100% can, because I want you to keep working. No, no I'm, I'm being very careful not to say anything about good. anything. Good, 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 good. You can say it off the record, and I won't tell a soul, but besides the point. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, thank you, good man, for coming on. And to wrap up the show here, folks, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode, and subscribe for new episodes every Monday and such as well and make sure you guys follow Carl like this is your host talking to you guys at home in your earlobes or every, or any speaker whatever you listen to follow Carl stay tuned because this man he's just starting out for the companies up here in the states but let me tell you just give him a google you love his work and he's got big things coming and to all the comic fans out there stay classy fellow creatives <laughs>